Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 8, Section 5.4 When All Defenses Fall. After all that was discussed, one problem remains. It is possible for a person to think that this strategy of uncovering the Ahava Masuteris can only resonate well with a good Jew. Perhaps cultivating the Ahava Masuteris is only relevant to those who can honestly claim that their innermost want is to be attached to God. As they are already on the right track with their feeling of affiliation, Tanya enables them to advance to the next level. However, for the Jew who considers themselves to be a bad Jew, heaven forbid, this message can seem quite a detachment from reality. When a person feels like their true wants and interests are directed toward ulterior ungodly goals, can they really realign? This can be clarified by by examining a statement of the Alter Rebbe describing the true character of a Jew. He said, Every Jew is intrinsically bound with God to the point that a Jew does not want nor can they separate themselves from God. Let us analyze this statement. Why a Jew does not want to separate themselves from God was already explained to be the result of the Ahava Masuteris. What does the Alter Rebbe mean to say with the words that a Jew cannot separate, separate themselves from him? This leads us to yet a deeper layer of the Jewish soul, which the Alter Rebbe expounds upon in Igeres HaToshuvah, the third part of Tanya. Speaking to the Jew who failed, he explains that Teshuvah, the process of returning to God, is neither a new start nor a return to a previous self. Teshuvah is a return to who you truly are in the present. The failure is only external, and the improper interests and behaviors are just a facade. The essence of the Jewish soul remains faithful to God throughout. Regardless of how far one may have wandered from the path of Torah and mitzvahs, the soul was unable to separate from God. The person's truest self, the core of the soul, remained faithful to God throughout the ordeal. Never for a moment was their bond severed. To the Jew who feels like they tarnish their godly connection, that their Ahava Masuteris has been extinguished, they ought to remember that there is no such thing. The Jews' bond with God can never be broken. It is inherent as the very core of who we are. No Jew is a bad Jew, because their Jewishness doesn't become degraded by their errors. This powerful awareness is the first step in attuning one's day-to-day activities with their true self. Know that as a Jew, one is never truly lost. Let your actions reflect who you really are. Fulfilling God's mitzvahs is not only the you of once upon a time, it is the true you of today. Be who you really are.
With this insight into the core of the Jewish soul, the Alter Rebbe illuminated a more accessible method to jumpstart the process of Kikara Ve'lacha Hadava Ma'id. For this matter is very near to you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Never can a Jew be separated from God. So, in truth, neither do they ever want to be. This recognition makes living like a Jew in thought, speech, action and feeling to be the most natural next step. Section 6. The Labour to Love. The Significance of Love. The Zohar teaches that leis pulchana kul pulchana derechimusa, loosely translated to mean the primary element of divine worship is the love of God. Significantly, the Shema reads, and you shall love God your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. One's greatest passions reflect the person's innermost self. It can be said that you are what you love. Therefore, the encompassing love for God is a most significant internal alignment. While fear or reverence are reactionary and almost impulsive, love results from within. Love happens when the other truly matters to you, when the loved one becomes part of who you are. To love God is for the person to become internally God-focused, successfully solidifying that only he matters. As discussed above, Hasidus is all about integrating godliness within ourselves. Therefore, an integral element of the Hasidic approach to divine service is to allow for every Jew to have the opportunity to properly love God. Beyond keeping the Nefesh Bahamis at bay in thought, speech and action, it is important for godliness to become the person's passion. Significantly, Hasidus offers important insight into the commonality between Judaism's three loves. It explains that Ahavas Hashem, love of God, Ahavas Torah, love of Torah, and Ahavas Yisrael, love of a fellow Jew, are all one. One cannot divide them, as they are all interconnected. As will be explained, a primary path to fostering true Ahavas Hashem is by strengthening one's Ahavas Yisrael. Likewise, true love for Torah can be attained as a result of love for God and His people. How to Love God Within human nature, the initial love we encounter is inborn, as we are all naturally conditioned to love ourselves. This love extends broadly because the extension of self-love is to like anything which benefits ourselves. Physical comfort, enjoyable company, and a new gadget are all loved because they enhance us and we love ourselves. Love for God, however, is not intended to be an extension of self-love. It's not about the enjoyment of being around godliness or a casual appreciation of his kindness. One's love for God should not be due to personal benefit. Such love is self-centered, the antithesis of what Aveda is about. The foundation of divine service is as, is, as explained above, 
The person steps out of their self-benefiting lifestyle and accepts upon themselves God's authority, thus realizing that life is God-centered. Proper love for God must be built on this altruistic foundation rather than on a continuation of selfish tendencies. Love for God must be simply because He is God, not because I love myself. Once a Jew does indeed submit themselves to God's authority, they have the power within to love God altruistically. One can realize that God is the truth and that they can strive to connect to the truth. Somehow, Kabbalah's oil reveals that loving God is within the nature of every Jew. They have the possibility for this love just because of who they are inside. There are numerous types and gradations within this Avodah of Avas Hashem, altruistic love for God. With fascinating elaboration, Hasidus discusses well over a dozen general models of this love. Some love for God is caused by meditation on God's greatness, and other forms of love are discovered within, resulting from the depths of the soul. Some loves are characterized by feeling close, while in others the person is left longing to become closer. Some can be quantified and logically explained while other levels of love surpass these limitations. Because this love is founded upon Bittal, one realizes that the purpose of the love is to connect to God, not to become excited from the emotional experience. The emotion is the vehicle, not the destination. The ultimate outcome of Avas Hashem is an increase in practical observance. Firstly, this is because love for God enhances one's willingness to do things for him. Instead of practicing mitzvahs merely out of halachic obligation, they are performed with enthusiasm and energy. Secondly, love causes the person to feel unsatisfied with just feeling close to God. A Jew who loves God wants to become one with him and transcend their yeshus completely. This can only be accomplished by the practical performance of mitzvahs, as the person is truly bonded with God only when God's will is performed. The ultimate goal of Avas Hashem is for the love of God to consume the person's entire being. This represents the fullest replacement of selfishness with godliness, accomplished by the tireless efforts of Avodah. This is reflected in the Mishnah's instruction to love with all your hearts. Hearts, plural, includes both the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir Hara, indicating that both the godly and the animalistic souls are meant to be directed in this selfless dedication. Such a realignment is antithetical to the nature of the Nefesh Bahamis. Its self-serving tendencies do not afford it the intellectual honesty and integrity to simply accept the reasoning of the Nefesh Elokis. Only when the person invests the greatest elements of soul revelation and conviction can the Nefesh Bahamis become receptive to these truths. Although 
this may require a lifetime of relentless struggle, let us remember that for the Bainani, it's not about the destination. Instead, it is about serving God during and by means of the effort. In summary, what makes Ava Sashem so important is that number one, it requires a significant shift of perspective, transitioning from selfishness to selflessness. This does not happen on its own. Instead, it is the product of extensive effort. And number two, it influences the basic parameters of the human psyche, becoming who the person is inside. It replaces selfishness with selflessness, changing the very premise of one's personality.